0: We continue on. Hopefully, uh, you wake up today. We're in the midst of December. Although today is a historic day in so many different ways for myself. Uh, obviously, today, 1941, you've got the bombing of Pearl Harbor, which uh, I see Facebook and Instagram full of uh, remembrances, and rightfully so. Uh, My mom was born on this day. Uh, God rest her soul. My mom was, today's would have been my mom's birthday. So my mom was born on this day. So every time, Johnny Bench was too. I remember that. Back when I worked uh, in Cincinnati, one of the days I had mentioned, I made a mention of it, uh, that my mom's birthday, when my mom was alive, I made a mention of my mom's birthday. And I said, oh, by the way, it's Johnny Bench's as well. And I got a really nice note from Bench saying, tell your mom happy birthday, which was really cool. So. Good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget about the opening drive contest. You need gas anyway, right? You drive into Quick Trip, you type in your quick rewards card, you fill up, you are automatically registered for the Packers opening drive contest. So when Wayne and Larry say, here's the opening drive of the Green Bay Packers sponsored by Quick Trip, and today they're playing for, it could be your name. Could be your name. For every yard garnered on the opening drive, you get a $10 gift card. So... If they go the full length of the field and score, you get an extra five hundred bucks too. Think about that. Do the math. A lot of change right there. Good stuff. This time of year, you could use it too. That's our friends at Quick Trip, a proud supporter and sponsor of Green Bay Packers football. Good, good stuff. Joining us now on the hotline is our good friend uh, Bill Huber. And uh, Packers off, but uh, there is no uh, no time to lay down for any of the riders up in Green Bay. Everybody's got something going on. So, Bill, how you doing today, man? What's happening? I'm. Good. I am good. Uh, I'm relaxing a little bit knowing we don't have to travel this weekend. So uh, I don't have to you know do anything basically this weekend, but sit back relax and watch a little bit of football. but uh, okay, let me ask you this. okay, they get the win over the bears. Good win or a win by the skin of your teeth It doesn't really matter when or what, what did you when, when you walked out of the uh, of soldier field other than realizing that place is a complete trash dump. What else did you realize about this Green Bay Packers football team?
1: Yeah, not much. Um, a win's a win, I guess, right? I mean, I guess. I, and you would say that in October. I'm not. I'm not sure December when you're kind of out of things. If you even want to go that far. Look, the, the Bears stink. They still suck, me as, as the song goes. Um, they had what they traded. They traded um, Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith. They put Eddie Jackson on IR. Um, three other starting defensive backs were on the inactive list. So that's what six starters.
2: Mm-hmm. And, they, and, yes, it they, and is. they
1: barely won. They, they had a rally in the fourth quarter against a defense down six starters. That's bad. They're, they're not they're not good. There's nothing to make. There's, They're not back in the playoff race. Uh, there's no reason to believe that this is going to be a game changer. Um, just a bad football team this year.
0: So, I mean, I know mathematically it's good for us because it keeps people engaged, obviously. And, you know, the more people that are engaged, the better it is. But, uh, as you said, there, there's not a lot there right now. Uh, to, to kind of chew on. So let me ask you this. When it comes to uh, moving on and moving forward, are you of the mindset that they have to see Jordan Love before the season's end because you got to know what you have in him, or do you believe that they know behind closed doors already what they have in him?
1: Yeah, they already know. I wrote, I wrote a story about that almost exactly a month ago over at my site at SIPackerCentral.com. I talked to three executives about it. In fact, I've talked to five cents or two other cents then. But just in all five, Including the three that I talked to for the story before I talked to the other two, all five say they know. Look, he's been there for three years. If you don't know by now, um, you're not paying any attention, right? I mean, he's people can poo-poo this all they want, right? But he's going at the number one defense every single day for the last two of those years. Um, they've seen him improve. They've seen him throw the football, make all the throws. They've seen him lead. They've seen him um, do the, the film study. Um Everything that you got to do to be a quarterback, they've seen it all, right? Um, mm-hmm. when, when Aaron Rodgers took over in 2008, they already knew. They, they knew before the Dallas game in 2007 they already knew that he was a good quarterback. Everything they saw after that was just confirmation of it. But they already knew. So the Packers know whether they think he stinks or they think he's going to be good or they think he's going to be potentially great. Whatever that is, they know. Um, so, no, they don't need to see him play from that standpoint. Um, but I'm sure they would like to see him play because, like I wrote this morning, Aaron Rodgers in 2008, his first year as a starter, was not the same quarterback as he was in 2009 and 2010 and so on, right? I mean, you, you get better through all your experiences. So they, at this point, they know what they've got. Um, now it's just a matter of him getting the experience.
0: The, uh, the other teams out there, As far as the possibility of a trade down the road goes, uh, I would assume would like to see him. I thought it was a really good point that was made that, well, yeah, they know what he has behind closed doors. But Goody said the other day, and I thought it was very poignant when he said, we know what he is. We want to see whether or not he can win. And I think think that's a legitimate ask that you can try to get this guy in the field to see if he can win because he's never won a game. He's never played in a winning game. So I want to see if he can win, and that's first and foremost, but also then you can put that on display for other teams to witness as well, correct?
1: Well, yeah, I don't know that they're going to trade him, um, but, I mean, I suppose so. But, you know, it's like I said about Rogers In 2008, his first year as a starter, they, they were 6-10. and 10. 2009, his second year, they were 11-5. and 5. It just, It's just a matter of seeing it all, right? It's just seeing it live, Um Getting more experience with everything they're going to throw at you, and, and improving through time. So yeah, I, I do think it's important if he's going to be the quarterback. Let's just say, let's just say that and I don't think this is true, but let's just say that the Packers are done with Aaron Rodgers. They're like, we're going to get through this season, and we're going to trade, and we're going to go on the Jordan Love, right? Well, if, if he play, if Jordan Love plays four games, well, let's say he plays three games, he's not going to play against Rams. That's three games more experience than he would have had um, otherwise going into next season. So. Um, yeah, the experience is important, I think, just as far as the experience part of it, just as far as um, playing these defenses. I mean, it's one thing to do it in practice where you're going against the number one defense going at a pretty good rate of speed. It's a whole other thing, obviously, to go against a real defense going 100%. Uh,
0: we were sitting here talking pretty much all day. I mean, obviously, Jim Leonard is not going to be a part of the Wisconsin Badger program anymore. Um, I can't imagine Joe Barry being a part of the Packers at the end of this season. Do they dip into that pond and try it again, or do you think that they're going to move on in another direction?
1: No, I think I would think. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right? I mean, he was going to. If if Jim hadn't been so loyal to Wisconsin, um, he probably, he probably would him been the defensive coordinator two years ago. So why would you not go back to it, right? I mean, I I just published a story about it a half hour ago, <laughs> humorously. Yeah. So yeah, I would I would think so. You're right. Joe's Joe's not going to come back. They can't. I, I don't know that the. If they were to pull the entire defense, I'm sure they would like to have a change, too. So they'll be a coordinator here, I would think. Um, And you'd be a fool not to talk to Jim Leonard, who you obviously covered two years ago. And now that the the ties to Wisconsin have been broken, you'd be a fool not to talk to him.
0: Do you – here's the other question that's been put out there. And I don't think they've reached out to him with a formal, you know, hey, we want to talk to you about the job. I would say – Something to the effect of, "Hey, sorry, I didn't work out at Wisconsin. Keep us in mind. Hope you're well. Oh, sure. I don't, yeah. kn- I don't know that they're going to sit down and talk with him." Uh, you know, while you still have another defensive coordinator in the fold, but uh, I do now I, I I thought this was interesting when and you guys were I, I think it might have been you that asked the question, but Goody was asked specifically about Joe Barry, and he said well i'm not going to make that decision but we're going to support whatever Matt does in other words, we're not going to fire him we're going to make Matt kind of do this and support Matt, so it looks like Matt's being proactive and gets the credit for getting rid of a coach after uh, an unsuccessful season." Um, but I, I still believe that there's no way in hell. Because if 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 Matt ties the boat anchor to Joe Barry, he's going to sink. He's not going to be back as a head coach. Because you cannot bring Joe Barry back, can you?
3: No,
1: certainly not. Um, that, say, that said that I said, mean you only get so many hires too. I mean this is going to be a hugely important one. And you're right. It was uh, it was Ryan Wood who asked that question. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the floor thing for. And it was a good question. Actually, it was Jason Mulby who asked. It was it's a good question because I think there's a lot of people who wonder who's who's making these decisions around here. And Goody um, made it pretty clear that this is the coaching hires are up the matlab floor. You can do as he wishes. And the, and by support, I mean, um, I assume that means that there'll be money to get things done, right? If you owe Joe Barry money, when you fire him, well, it's okay. Well, we got you on it. So, yeah, you, you can't you can't bring him back. I mean, this. I, mean, I said, I probably said on this show at the beginning of the year, if these guys are not top five and scoring, Barry should be fired. Now, that was some hyperbole. Yeah. Um, but they were twentieth in scoring. They were thirteenth they were on their Pettin, and you were thirteenth last year under Barry. You, know, you get Jair Alexander back, who you didn't really have last year. You have a first round pick, Quay Walker, starting every game. Um, you, you resign the guys who needed to resign, and here you are twentieth. I mean, you just you, know, you can't you can't do that again.
0: Okay, uh, a couple of things. First of all, i uh, talking about the defense. Do you believe it's scheme and Joe Barry and not challenging guys and not putting them in the right place to be successful, or do you think that it's the underestimation of, or it's the overestimation of talent that is that is just not nearly as good as we thought it was, or do you think that, that we've way 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 overestimated some of these guys as to actually how good they could be?
1: Yeah, it's probably some of all that. I mean, I mean, even Goody says it's not just one thing. Um, I think LaFleur said the same thing on Monday. So, it's, I mean, it's, it's always multiple things. It's, it's easy to, to be, hey, it's this or it's that. I mean, I get it. It's easy, it's easy to take that way. But um, there's probably some overestimation in talent, too, right? I mean, Devondre Campbell had never been a great football player. He's, he's always been a good starter, but he'd never been a great player. He was mm-hmm. great last year. He has not been this year. Well, Sewell Douglas obviously had never been a great player. That's why he was on four teams last year alone right um to expect Campbell and Rasul Douglas to play to that level again probably um crazy to, to think that um I certainly bought into it I mean I, I will take I'll take the blame for over overestimating. but you know at the same time too right you know that you, you draft Quay Walker and this team had been for years and years have been a team that because it's important to play past defense that you play so much nickel which is six defensive backs and teams run all over you because you have undersized guys in there well you got Quay Walker in there. They've barely run any dime at all. And so you've got to, you're essentially got 240 pounds of Quay Walker in there rather than 200 pounds of defensive back. Your run defense should be better. It's not. It's the second-worst run defense in franchise history on yards per carry going back to, like, 1956 is the only team that's worse. I mean, these guys are terrible. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's everybody. I mean, you show me a guy in that starting a lineup, who, and I will tell you a guy who's not performed two previous games Play. Whether it's Kenny Clark was better last year, Dean Lowry was better last year, Devondre Campbell was better last year, Preston Smith was better last year. I mean, they're all better last year. So there's some player stuff involved there too. Um, I'm sure Barry hasn't helped it out. So it's, there's there's enough blame to go around. Uh,
0: you can't, I, you
1: can't I, bear the players, right? I mean, that, that's the old that's the old right. baseball slogan, right? When you when you fire your manager in midseason.
0: I I've said all along. I said, look, when you start to lose faith in scheme and what you're doing. Uh, you're still out there trying, don't get me wrong, but when you're playing for something and you're believing in it, you're, you're excited about it, and you're having fun doing it, there's a different level in your step. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is, and I'll be honest, I, I think part. it's not that the talent's bad, it's just that they're like, okay, whatever. And so you lose that half step, so instead of getting a shoulder into the guy, you've got an arm reaching out for the guy. You know, you're trying to bring them down with an arm tackle, which is the reason you're not sitting there in front of them, which is the reason you're not as aggressive. And it may, you may say, I'm giving my effort, but are you giving the same level of effort if you were, say, in the postseason, if you were really going for it, if you really believed that you guys were tenacious and you had this camaraderie and this group and this unit as a whole was really getting after it? I don't see any of that. I mean, there are times where it looks like these guys are just going through the motions, you know? Yeah,
1: I think that shows up with the pursuit part of it, right? I mean coach has yeah. said a thousand times, if you're going to miss a tackle, that's fine, as long as your teammates are there to help you out. And they were against Chicago, but against Philadelphia, there's so many missed tackles where the guy missed a tackle, but there wasn't that next guy there waiting for him. Now, on Sunday, I believe there was a play where um, I believe it was Preston Smith and Jair both missed tackles on the same play. But there's another guy there, and they dropped Montgomery for minus five. I and mean, that's what it takes, because you are going to miss tackles. So you need that, that extra effort to get there. Um, I didn't see them against Philly. There. I think it was there against Chicago. Um, yeah, I, let's go back to last year for a second. And I, and I wrote this during training camp. That defense was terrible last year. The second half of the season, go look at the points allowed numbers. After they beat up on Russell Wilson, they get up a million points for the rest of the year. And so much of everything was premised on the playoff game against San Francisco because they were great that game. But it's like ignoring everything else. In San Francisco, of course, had Jimmy Garoppolo, and it was a big game. I mean, you're talking about that extra effort. I mean, it was a playoff game. You had to have that. So they were great against the 49ers. Now they've regressed to the kind of where they were for a lot of last year, where they were they were not a good defense last year and they're not this year.
0: Hey, real quick before I let you go, uh, a lot of questions today about who may or may not stay. Now, I know it's way too early because we haven't even gotten to the off season yet, but... Uh, I know Goody kind of alluded to the fact that David Bakhtiari is playing really, really well, and he said, we'll, "We'll work on that when we get to the off season." Do you think, in any way, shape, or form, Bakhtiari is back with his team next year?
1: Yeah, so that's a tough one because you, you got you have to be the medical guy, right? Um, he had that surgery. I don't know when that, when that third surgery is. March. I'm making up date. I have no idea off the top of my head because it's not. I don't have my notes in front of me. Was that surgery the surgery that he needs to get his career back on track? In other words. He gets through the season, he gets all off-season to, to rest it and to rehab it, and he comes back really feeling good next year. That's possible. Or it's possible mm-hmm. that the third surgery is just the guy who's going to have bad knees or a bad knee the rest of his career. I have no idea what the answer to that is. I just do, I, what I do know is the guy is unbelievable. The guy, there's been weeks where he's barely practiced at all, and he goes out there and pitches a shutout. Can you imagine being that good at anything? The guy's an amazing player. I'd bring him back. Maybe you can work in that cap number some. But he is so good, and as he said, left tackles do not grow trees
0: Right. Yeah, that's the big issue, is that to try to find a really, really good left tackle. That's, the first that's round few pick? and far between. Yeah. And, and I think and to, I, I looked yeah. up at
1: the start of the year, I think 18 of the 32 were first-round picks. A couple of years right. ago, it was 22. There was Actually, a couple of years ago, there was more first-round left tackles than first-round quarterbacks, which is pretty amazing, but it shows you the right. value of that position.
0: Yep, no doubt. Good stuff, Bill. Appreciate it, as always, pal. Enjoy the week, okay? All right, have a good All right, buddy. There you go. He uh, just wrote a story talking about Jordan Love. So if you want to find him, uh, Bill Huber NFL, at Bill Huber NFL over on Twitter. Get a link to all his stuff there. This portion of the Bill Michaels Show brought to you by Lisa Lee Ortel and the real estate company. Lisa can help you out with all your real estate needs. Whether you're looking to buy, whether you're going to sell, maybe you're going to invest in a property, you can check her out on Facebook. Or you can email her, lisamoveswi at gmail.com. lisamoveswi at gmail.com. You can call direct, 414-617-6798, 414-617-6798. They've got a team of experts they work with. They can help you get 1% closing cost right now, up to 3000 bucks on the credit. And you got free re mortgage, uh, free mortgage refinancing on loans that are still closed this year. So, get a hold of Lisa. I know it's not the most uh, opportune time to buy and such, but I'll tell you this: uh, eventually, the interest rates are going to come back down. So, you buy the property now while the prices are going down, and then you refinance when the interest rate comes down. It's that simple. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven 1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. We'd love to have you. 877 867 1670. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show next.
3: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it.
0: To have you? Hey, uh, don't forget about our gang out there at JL Tire Service. If you are needing brakes or oil changes, if you're an over the road driver and your tractor trailer needs work in any way, shape, or form, whether you're just a you know a, a minivan driver, soccer mom, salesperson out on the road, back and forth to work every day, or you're over the road in the big rig, it doesn't matter. They have the facilities to work with everybody. And the best part about it is you can trust them. That's the, that's the reason I go there. I just was out there last week, and uh, I there was just a bunch of knick-knack stuff that needed to be done. And I needed a new nozzle um, on my windshield washer sprayer on the driver's side. It wasn't working. Uh, the, the base plate underneath my car, I told you, had kind of broken off. Uh, I needed an oil change. I needed uh, turn signal lights on both sides that had gone bad. And I got an estimate from I had taken my car to the dealership, which still has not been fixed, by the way, for the dealership that I work with. It still has not been fixed. And it's not one of the ones that advertise with us, by the way, uh, because I drive a Genesis. So I took it to the dealership near me. They still have not finished my car in the meantime. And they gave me an estimate over five hundred dollars for the work that I needed to be done. I took it out to J&L Tire. I got it done. For just over 300. So they saved me about 180 bucks and they had it done in a day. The rest of my work still is not done at the other place. I'm still waiting on parts. So I, I love those guys. JNL Tire right there on uh, on the Johnson Creek exit uh, out on 94 in Johnson Creek, just north of 94. So stop in, tell them we said hi. Uh, JNLtire.com too, by the way. And they have one up in Watertown. That's the best part about it. They have two locations and they're big philanthropists. They give back to the community. Good people. Uh, John says this team isn't going to get hot either. They don't have the horses. Look, there is the, the reality of thought. Okay, let's go with two different levels here. There's the reality of thought. The reality of thought is you and I both know, you and I both know this team isn't going to the postseason, right? You know it in your soul. The reality is you know it in your soul. And why do you say it out loud? To talk yourself out of hope right? The fan in you goes, man, I hope they win. I hope they win. And then we all find ourselves checking the box scores, right? You're checking that next day. Oh, Or you're checking as the game's going on, right? Like this weekend. This weekend, you know we, we don't have anything going on but you know this weekend what we're going to be doing, right? We got other things going on, but you know you're going to be checking it. You know, hey, we're going to find out, did the, the Lions get beat? Oh, boy, we're going to check that out. Falcons aren't playing, so we can't check on them. Why? Uh, commanders aren't playing, we can't check on them. But the other teams, we can, right? Seahawks, do they get beat by Carolina? By by chance, does Carolina, after dumping Baker Mayfield and getting rid of the, the, that guy, Do they just have this little bit of rejuvenation in them that all of a sudden Baker Mayfield's out? Seattle, they go down at home? Can it happen? Certainly. Well, why not check on it, right? We're going to be checking that kind of stuff. Do the Giants get beat by the Eagles this weekend? Do the Giants continue to falter? So there's going to be things we're going to be looking at, certainly. So that's the fan in you. So the reality is we know this sucks. We know they're only one loss away from the great big E being put on the team uh, on Monday morning by the NFL network that says eliminated just like they did with the Chicago Bears this past weekend. We understand it. We know it. We get it. But there's that ah, there's that little that fandom in you that you that's it's undeniable. That you're sitting there going, you know, just what if it happens? It's like when you it's like when you know you're not going to win the lottery. You know it. But it's up to 350, 400, a billion dollars. You're going to take a chance on it and you know you're not going to win it. There's one in 100 trillion billion. You're not winning it. You're throwing your money away. You might as well wipe your butt with it in a bathroom type of type of chance. But you still wake up the next morning and go, "Did I win? Did I win?" It's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. Even if the Packers get lucky, if they get the 7th seed, if they get in, that makes them one of the 100 teams in football. So that's that but that scenario is not really in the realm of possibility in your thought, but there's still in your heart that that little bit of hope. You know? There's that little bit of hope. You can have that. But you don't crap on people f- who have it. Well, they're not going to make it and then you stick your finger in their face going I told you so. We know that. You're not telling us anything we don't really know. Just don't take away the little bit of modicum of hope that you have as a fan, you know? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Oh boy. People just go crazy. They get so angry and upset. They just do. Just do. Uh, This one's from Joe D. listening to us in Rapid City, South Dakota. By the way, Joe D. listening to us out there, I love that area. I cannot wait to get back out to South Dakota. I can't wait to get back up to Sturgis, hang out in Rapid City over at the Harley Davidson dealership a little bit, go through the vendors, eat a little good food out there. I love that stuff. Just an FYI. Says big unit, even though I can't stand Joe don't know defense Barry. Do we really want Jim Leonard to be in Green Bay? He runs a Mike Petton style defense, and we all know what happened there. Keep up the great work. Have a very Merry Christmas. Joe D. Listening to us in Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, I don't know. I, I don't I you know, I as many have said, I don't think it can get worse. You pray to God it can't. And I think Jim Leonard is He's a smart guy. I know we've had people call and say, well, you know, he did it. He feasted on lesser teams. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. You don't apologize for it. And really, really good teams, top five ranked teams over the years, they're supposed to be good. You're supposed to have more problems with them. That's because they're really, really good. What you're trying to do is contain them because you're not going to stop them. You know, that's like in the NFL, you know, you, t- you, you look at teams and team schedules and, you know, wow, yeah, you only beat the easy teams. Well, it, good teams are good teams. They're harder to beat. You don't apologize for it. Now, if you get beat consistently and you perform horrifically bad against the same system and better teams, you either, one, have a different scheme that needs to be looked into, or, two, they just have far greater personnel. But you don't apologize because you're top five overall, but you're losing against the top three teams. The top three teams and top five teams are the top five teams when you're talking 300 and something. The NFL, it's a little bit different, but I, I just, I don't, if you're good, you're good. If you're good, people know it. If you're good, you're putting your players in position to be successful. If you're good, you're taking players that were pretty good players, but not great, and making guys great. And then they move on to greatness because they suddenly get it because you have the teaching ability to express it to them, to say this is what you need to do and how we do it, rather than this hieroglyphics that other coaches have shown you in the past. If you've got the ability to teach, you can teach. You know? 877 uh, 867 I'll get back into some of this other stuff uh, coming up here momentarily. Hang in there. Um, Rick says, I think I'd rather have Zimmer or Fangio rather than Leonard, just based on them having the pro track record. Um, Brandon says, don't even dash the Lions hope for getting in either, everybody. I get it. Hey, the Lions are finally winning a few games and looking decent, you know? Seems like they're starting to put a few things together over there. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at New Mail Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. And all you got to do is call 414-455-4451. Let me tell you why. Because if you got ED... You know it. You know it, right? You know it. Your partner knows it, but call. They have a ninety eight percent success rate. That's that's flat out. There you go. Uh if say you're moody and you're sluggish and you got brain fog and you're just down and up and down, and you can't figure out why, just stop in and say, Look, I'm just you know, I'm over the age of thirty, I want to get some things checked. Make sure you're good to go. And if you're not, they can help you out. And if you are, they'll tell you. you just, you know, you just need some other things, maybe. Maybe you just need to feel better. You need to get up and move around a little bit. Maybe you're depressed because your gut's bigger than your monkey. You don't know. You know, you can't find it anymore. You're just peeing out of your tummy. You can't figure it out. Go to the all-in-one weight loss program. It's that simple. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call. There's two locations in the state of Wisconsin, but anywhere you're at in this country right now, call them 414. 455 4451. God knows that if you have a cell phone, you know, long distance calls are free for the most part. 414 455 4451. Call them and they can put you in touch with a location nearest you. It's that simple. Again, 414 455 4451. That's the Newmel Medical Center.
3: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Yes, Pella. Gina Della from Pella, they've got elves out there putting uh, windows in and doors in and entry systems and patio doors and all kinds of stuff right now. So it's not a problem to do it in the wintertime. They can get it done. They're going to replace your leaky windows and doors right now. No money down. Make no payments, no interest for 12 months. And that's more jingle in your pocket. Uh, And that goes all the way through the end of 2023. So the Pella Elves, they install year-round, like I had mentioned, and uh, they'll shut off a room. So it's not like you're losing a ton of heat in the whole deal or anything like that. Uh, But they are the most preferred by many markets here in the state of Wisconsin. And uh, the highest rated for highest value, highest quality, most preferred, all that kind of good stuff. Make the New Year's resolution right now. Just say, hey, look, i got to get my house more economical. Or maybe I'm going to sell it and I want to add more value. Or maybe I want to make it more beautiful. All of those things go into Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. You saw the commercial on TV between myself and Gina and what they did for the replacement door that I ordered and how it looked after the fact. It's beautiful. It's stunning. It, it The whole side of the house just is clean, and, and it's got great lines now. It's good stuff. Schedule your free, yes, free consultation today uh, simply by going to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855-PellaWI. That's 855 pella. WI and see for yourself. Uh, 877-867-1670. A watcher says uh, Joe Barry should be demoted to locker room maintenance at this point. Locker room maintenance. By the way, our poll question of the day, do you want to see Jim Leonard become the next defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers? 72.6% of you say yes. 500 plus votes now over on Twitter. 500 plus votes. And uh, 27.4% of you say no. So there you go. Bill, I will note, if there's one thing, and Leonard has talked about this, the one thing that gives him the most trouble, running quarterbacks. I think running quarterbacks give every defensive coordinator trouble. And here's the reason why. Because if you don't have a spy that is as speedy or speedier than the quarterback you're trying to contain, you're in trouble. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Uh, You just can't operate in the same structure. But it's also harder to defend they get an extra blocker, all those things. But in college especially, like Jim Leonard dominates quarterbacks that just stay in the pocket because he knows yep. how to
3: pressure them. For those guys, yeah, it's nearly impossible.
0: Which is the reason that the the trend is to find these read option style quarterbacks. Well, first and foremost, that that's more prevalent now in college football than it's ever been. The drop-back pro-style passer in college is, um, I'm not going to say a thing of the past, but it's few and far between. So, yes, I understand that. But, uh, I mean, you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, you go even, you know, you go to Lamar Jackson. Now, the one thing I will say about a lot of these guys is they don't seem to have longevity because eventually you get figured out. Look at Lamar Jackson right now. He's banged up again. And Jalen Hurts for what he brings, and Jalen Hurts is—we talk about you know his his squatting ability and the fact that he works on his legs and he just has this unbelievable uh, strength coming out of his lower body, and that gives him the capability to take on you know defenders and such. But at some point, man, it, it's you know you got to be careful because it's it's not just your legs; it's your legs, it's and it's your throwing arm. It's your shoulders, it's it's all of that. Wrists, everything. So you know, I'm sure every you every I'm sure every time he takes off and runs and he looks like he's gonna get hit, Ben, you probably take a gasp of air, correct? Yes. Yeah, small one. Yeah. Every time. Because we know the fragility of quarterbacks in a national football league. uh every running quarterback, for the most part, has gone down with injury. Now, you can look at a lot of quarterbacks and say it cut their career short. You look at a guy like Marino. He was never a runner, but knees cut his career short. Joe, Go back to Joe Namath, cut his career short. The lower back injury to Joe Montana, cut his career short. You can start talking about a lot of that stuff. Probably the toughest cat was Brett Favre, who lasted into his early 40s. Warren Moon, who was a little bit of a runner, but he was able to avoid hits for a long period of time. But eventually, it catches up to you. But it's that's what you, you you know you you breathe heavy every time they take a run out of the pocket. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. David says uh, I love Jim Leonard. I love what he did for the Badger program, both as a player and as a coach. I don't want to see him become the next defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers because I don't want to end up hating him the way I hate Joe Barry. That seems to be for those that don't want to see him become the next defensive coordinator of the Packers. That's the reason why. You're almost guaranteeing at some point it's not going to be successful and you're going to go, go screaming. Which also then, I guess, you kind of look at it and say, every defensive coordinator's you're going to hate. Every defensive coordinator you're going to hate, right? I don't think there's any doubt about it. The minute there's a missed tackle, the minute a team runs it up on you, you, you hate them. Correct? Certainly. Eight seven seven Let's go to Teddy listening to us in Milwaukee. Teddy, how you doing today, Bo? What's up? Uh, hi, Bill. Hey, what's happening?
2: Hey, you know, the one thing that uh, the Packer franchise has suffered from is inexperience. And, you know, Murphy, in, in his brilliance, you, you know, he, in my opinion, you, you know, he's always a day late, you know, and a dollar short on all of these things. So, you know, he hires... LaFleur, you know, a guy with no experience, but, you know, he, he's been with some coaches that have had success, and so he's got the pedigree. They bring him in. And of course, Murphy is flying off the handle at how great this guy is. Uh, I, I mean, at the press conference, you, you know, you literally couldn't shut him up. I mean, LaFleur couldn't even get a word in edgewise because Murphy just kept saying, oh, my God, this guy is so good. He's so good. Mm-hmm. And, and the only reason I point this out is, is because the thinking, uh, the thinking and the mindset is so flawed in the organization. And, and, and so LaFleur, when, when he's interviewing for a defensive coach, you know, Leonard is his first choice. And then, he, you know, Leonard, a guy who's, what is he, 37, 38? That's his right. first choice. No, no professional football experience. And his next choice is Joe Barry, a, a guy that's 58 or whatever. And, and the only, you know, of course, he's been in the NFL, but his, his uh, resume as a defensive coordinator is, is terrible. I mean, I, I mean, his defenses barely crack, you, you know, the top, the, the bottom, uh, the last three in the league. So, yeah. But he hires him. Now, now, now look at the thinking there. You, you got Leonard, his first choice, and then Barry. You, you know they're diametrically opposite, and and Lafleur has done this. You know in the special team area. what you know what he did before they they brought on um, Jim Jets, whatever his name is. Um, you know he they elevated the guy that was working with the worst special teams in the world, and, and so the mentality right there now? is <laughs> right. Well, I mean I. I'm just saying you, you can't trust LeFleur with any decision he, he ever makes. And you, and you can't trust Murphy. And, and you can't. So we, we've got. And, and the reason you can say this is because we have a track record. I mean, Koons, he's made catastrophic decisions and, and then has had to backtrack on catastrophic decisions. So, so we're constantly always having to backfill in, in these huge, huge mistakes that they make. And they think they're getting ahead. You, you know, they've had franchise quarterbacks that been, have, been a, they, they, has been, they've, have been able to correct them and to save them from their disasters. But now, you know, they swing from a 13-win season to a 6-win season. And, you know, they, they're going to you know, blame it all on the defense. Well, it's not all on the defense. And consequently, I, I just think, and of course, Leonard would be the worst choice. You can't bring Leonard in a- a- and bring in another guy to learn, another learning curve to go through. You- you've got to get some experience. You've got to get some people that
1: know what they're doing.
0: Right. No, I uh, I appreciate the phone call. When you talk about bringing in certain decisions, I'm sure there has to be, when it came to the name of Joe Barry, there has to be, there had to be a vetting process to say, Why is Joe Berry the answer here? Now, remember, and and I'm going to, this is going to pain a lot of people, but I'm going to go back and say, wait a minute. Don't forget, this defense last year wasn't terrible. It wasn't what we're seeing now. It it, it was a decent defense. And we thought with the addition of Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, Jaron Reed, the Exodus. Of Zedarius, Rashawn Gary getting full-time playing time, Jair coming back after missing last season, Stokes, who had a hell of a a rookie campaign, being the counterpart to Jair back there, and Savage and Amos, you're thinking, this is going to be a top-five defense. This, this, This can only go up, right? We never saw this coming. We never saw the regression of Darnell Savage Jr. the way he has played this season. The almost shying away from contact. We knew it would be some growing pains for Quay Walker and and, and Devontae Wyatt. We understood that. But we never thought we'd see, you know, remember Stokes goes down with an injury, obviously. We never thought we'd see that secondary be so misused Rasul Douglas kind of being just the nickel guy, you know, it's just there, there was so many, we never, and as Bill Huber alluded to a little bit earlier in the program, you know, you look at the numbers, you, D- Dean Lowry's down. Kenny Clark is down. Preston Smith is down. Devondre Campbell is down. Everybody's down. So is that the complete and utter failure, schematically speaking, of the defensive coordinator not putting guys in the right place at the right time to be successful? Or is this the offense that put way too much pressure on a defense that uh, the defense just kind of looked at it and said, what the hell, and became a little bit slower in step? Is this the decline of all these players at the same time? I mean, what what is it? We just didn't see this level of ineptitude coming. I think we can all agree upon that. But last year wasn't bad. Last year wasn't bad. This year, pfft. Crap! I still go back to uh, just too many times I saw second and short, third and short situations, fourth and short sh- situations, and guys playing you know five yards beyond the sticks. I, 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 that to me is is that to me is unforgivable, completely unforgivable. Eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy, eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy one Want to hit us up? Don't forget our friends over at Skipper Buds. Skipper Buds. I know it's not the time of year where you start thinking about boating. But you really kind of should, and here's the reason why. Because as the off season goes on, the deals get better. they got to move inventory. It's that simple. they got to move inventory going into next season. So get a hold of them. If you're thinking about next summer in any way, shape, or form, and you're going, eh, maybe I wouldn't mind a boat next year, me and the family, me and the kids, me and my girlfriend, me and my buds, whatever it happens to be. Check out our friends at Skipper Buds, 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200. Ask for Todd. He's the GM over there, 262-544-1200. Or if you got a boater on your Christmas list, they have a whole huge display department, especially at the one in Pewaukee, of uh, accessories for boating gear. It makes a nice gift idea. Think about that. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this.
3: Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have the week off after beating the Bears in Chicago. At 5-8, and eight, the Packers are still mathematically alive for a playoff spot. I asked center Josh Myers, after 13 games, are they glad the team is finally getting a bye this week?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was a long stretch. That bye is much needed for sure. And, um, yeah, I mean, feel, feel great coming off a win with a bye.
3: After Sunday's game, Aaron Rodgers was asked if new receivers like Christian Watson entices him to come back next year for his 19th nfl season it all factor into it but uh there's got to be mutual uh desire on both sides rogers was a no-show yesterday on the pat mcafee show so what had happened was i said aaron Rodgers is in five minutes mm-hmm. okay so then i think a friend told a friend and a friend then told aaron because i got a text from aaron it goes hey i'm on a plane right now uh spotty service i don't think i'm gonna be able to guess we should it's bye week or whatever and immediately i go i've just lied to everybody packers gm brian goodikens held a press conference and was asked if the team wants rogers back next season and what did he mean by a mutual agreement yeah that's probably a better question for him but no we haven't I mean, we talked we haven't really talked about those things that's we don't talk about those things during the season very often we just talk more about our team when we when we, when we, when we speak um, certainly that'll be something we get to when we get out. But, I mean, again, we went through something in the offseason where it was a very big commitment on our part. You know, it wasn't certainly for one year. So, um, you know, but, no, we don't we We're really have any conversations about that, that stuff during the season. That's Packers General Manager Brian Goodikens in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
0: Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, our friends at the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. Big weekend this past weekend with uh, Rory Maycomb, who had a terrific Christmas concert. But now it's Christmas O'Carolyn featuring, featuring the Reverie Road coming up on December 18th. Tickets still available. Go to ICHC.net. ICHC.net. And you will definitely enjoy your Christmas spirit. That's our friends at the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. Stay tuned. We got another hour of The Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this.
3: The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.